Hey, top fans, it's Bill and Jackson co-hosting another Decade Series. And this time we're going through the 2010s. So most of you listening to this will look and go, oh, I can't believe they forgot this person or that person. That's okay. Let us know. We like hearing that stuff. We'll come back. We'll record again. We'll fix things up. Jackson, how are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing all right. <clears throat> I had a bit of trouble uh, narrowing it down. Uh, being it, This mostly being the early 2010s, my high school years. Break, breaking it down has been kind of kind of difficult you know there were some sentimental names and some guys i looked back and went you know they weren't as good as i thought they were despite thinking this <laughs> and some names where you're looking at it going hmm i didn't realize they were that good <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> so before we get started let's get the business out of the way the code jackson is going to get you a 10 percent discount on all of our top fan gear as well as locker room access if you haven't gotten yourself locker room access you don't know what you're missing. This gets you inside the Top Fan Rivalry locker room. We've got specialty articles in there. We've got daily information in there. There's all kinds of fun stuff that you're not going to find anywhere else. So make sure you go and get your locker room access. Get 10% off. Use the code Jackson. Jackson wants you to use the code. He's giving it to you for free. So let's make it happen, Top Fans. All right, Jackson, lead us off. Take... Standard rules apply. We got nine guys, three alternates. Tell me who your first guy is. I mean, I want to go with some of the captain obvious guys, but I also, I don't, it's so hard, but you know what? Maybe I will go with a captain obvious guy. Uh, oh. So how, how do we feel about power hitters? Hey, chicks dig the long ball. Chicks dig the long ball. I'm going to talk about a guy who's, People probably know him from uh, the last couple of years. Probably one of the best designated hitters of all time. I'm going to go with Nelson Cruz to lead off. Nice. Nice. No, no Nelson, uh, he was a busy boy in the early 2010s. Uh, he led the Rangers to two World Series, and he also lost the Rangers to World Series. I will never forget that play he didn't make in right field. <laughs> For the final out against the Cardinals, that ended up being, I believe it was a triple that, that was a heartbreaking moment for me. <laughs> really wanted the Rangers to win that series. But, you know, he gets paid to hit the ball, not field. Uh, he, he bashed 346 home runs in the decade, had an 888 OPS. Played for Texas. He played for Baltimore. Cameo Baltimore played for Seattle and then ended the decade in Minnesota. So he, he's a well-traveled guy. He's surprisingly well-traveled for the kind of production he has. Just pure power hitter, big RBI guy, gets on base. Okay. Like it. I like it. Good call. Good call. I'm going to go with the guy that's on the bump. Okay. Um, 2010, he was 13 and 10, 291 ERA. Um, he had 212 strikeouts and only 81 walks. The next year, he was 21 and 5, 248 strikeouts, 54 walks. The next year, 229 strikeouts with only 63 walks at a 14 and nine um uh 14 and nine um record he's won the Cy Young three times he's won the MVP once as a pitcher he's pitched his entire career where Jackson Los Angeles and who am I talking about you're talking about Clayton Kershaw 
I am talking about Clayton Kershaw. I don't care if you guys call me a Dodger homer. I do not care. Okay. When you're talking about this decade, you have got to talk about this man on the mound. He is a that, first that, ballot that, Hall of Famer. Tell me different. That's not a homer pick. Clayton, Clayton Kershaw, as much as I have a small dislike for the rival Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw is one of those pitchers where you just kind of hang your head and go, yeah, he's good. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's really good. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. All Super right, who dominant. you got up next? I mean, I should stay on the butt. I, I think the 2010s kind of had a power trio on the mound. So I'll stay mm-hmm. on the bump. I'll go with another guy who's who's still pitching today. A lot of these guys are still playing today, despite starting at the beginning of the decade, which is absolutely wild. We have a lot of really good talent that we have seen in the last decade. I'm going to go with Justin Verlander, another nice multiple call. Cy Young Award winner. I mean, what can you say about Verlander other than he ages like a fine wine? He ages like he pitches. The longer he goes, the stronger he gets. <laughs> and, you know, pitching for – a mediocre Detroit team that turned into like a superstar Detroit team with that rotation that they had that one year with him, Porcello, David Price, uh, Max Scherzer, who may or may not make an appearance on this list, and then leading Houston to a World Series title basically in 2017, kind of showing up and carrying them to the World Series. I mean, he's the guy. I love it. I love that pick. That's an amazing pick. JV pitches well. And he's the guy that when he's on the mound too, you're you're thinking I might see something special tonight. Right. Okay. So I started pitcher, you started DH. Then you went pitcher. I'm going to go back to DH. Okay. Now you cannot not mention this guy. In 2000, in 2001, in 2002, he played for the Minnesota Twins. Okay. Not a very impressive team. Then he gets traded over or signs with the Boston Red Stockings. Um, and he doesn't do anything except for, let's see, in 2003, 31 home runs, followed by 41, followed by 47, 54, um, 35, 23, 28, 32. Um, he retired recently, a couple years back. Um Arguably one of the best designated hitters. When you look at Edgar Martinez, you look at Nelson Cruz. Who else do we got to add to this list? But the big poppy himself, David Ortiz. You, you can't argue with this guy. Every time this guy came up, something special could happen. Right. And so was he on your list, by the way, Jackson, to talk about? He was, of course. Yeah, he's. He's special. He's he's one of those guys. And I don't think the Twins realized what they gave up when they gave him up. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a lot of baseball. You got to stick with some of these guys. They're, they're late bloomers. Exactly. Exactly. All right, Jackson, who you got next? I mean, this guy's another late bloomer. I think he started in Arizona, and then he got traded to Detroit, and then kind of put it together and then signed a massive deal with Washington. Uh, he may have won. Uh, three Cy Young awards, you know, so maybe pretty good. I think he's the last pitcher to strike out 300 batters in a season, which he did in 2018. He's a member of the Washington Nationals. I'm talking about Mad Max Scherzer. Yeah, Max Scherzer. I saw this dude pitch in Arizona his rookie season, believe it or not. And I remember thinking, this kid throws hard, but you don't know where it's going. 
I wonder if he's going to have a career. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. I was wrong. Yeah. yeah, he didn't really have his his best stuff until 2013. When he finally put it together, he won the Cy Young Award. So yep. he's yep. pretty much finished top five every year since, since 2013. He's finished top five in Cy Young Award voting every year except for 2020. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's... He Mad Max is good. He is very, very good. That's a good call. Um, I have to go behind the dish. And I have to tell you that this one hurts me because of the uniform that he wore. He retired last year, came up in 2009. Um, every year, with the exception of 2011, when he got hurt, um, he played, he caught more than 100 and, uh, 105 games or more. Um, his batting average, listen to this. 305, 380, or 284, 336, 294, 311, 318, 288. Um, I mean, and the list just goes on from that time. Uh, great dude. Um, he did, you know, uh, hit a lot of home runs too. I mean, he hit 158 home runs in his career. For a catcher, that's a good number. And I'm going to talk about Buster Posey. I just, you can't talk about this this set of guys without mentioning Buster Posey. Now there's an argument to be had in top fans. Trust me, Jackson and I will put together a fun little, um, we're working on getting a few other people, but put together a fun little group talking about if Posey is a hall of famer, isn't Thurman Munson a hall of famer, but that's another topic for another time. So Jackson, who's your number four pick? I'm going to have to go with probably <clears throat> the best pure power hitter of the 2010s. Uh, you know, he's a guy that plays up in the Bronx now. You know, I think he's kind of underrated now because he's had some injury trouble in his career, but it's got to be the man formerly known as Mike Stanton, John Carlos Stanton. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I mean, I mean, 308 home runs, 905 OPS for the decade. He played, he had two seasons where he played less than 80 games. He played 74 games in 2015. And I believe he got hit in the face with a pitch that year that fractured his cheekbone. And then in 2019 with the Yankees, he only played 18 games due to various injuries. But I mean, one healthy, just, I remember his 2017 season when he hit 59 home runs. That was an absolute blast to watch. Even as a Braves fan, I'll just watch him go up there and mash, especially playing in Miami. He had to hit the ball real long way for a lot of those home runs in Miami. He hit that stupid statue that they had out in center field so many times. Yep. But I got to put some respect on the man formerly known as Mike Stan. <laughs> can you, um, can you call Mike up and ask him to get a Jersey that fits? I mean, I'm sure the Yankee fans, the female Yankee fans are loving it, but get him a freaking Jersey that fits. It looks like when he moves, he's going to rip his Jersey. I mean, what is it? Six foot six, 245. There might not exist a Jersey big enough to fit him. <laughs> Yankees have enough money. Build one. <laughs> All right. This next one that I'm going to do is probably on your list too, Jackson. It's not somebody that everybody thinks of. He started his career in LA. He went to Seattle. Then he went to Boston for a season, but everybody knows him as a Ranger. Fantastic third baseman, retired 2018, 
uh, will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. I don't have any doubt in that. 3,166 overall hits. Um, but some of his highlights, you know, again, batting average, uh, 2010, 321, 296, 321, 315, 324, 287, 300, 312. Adrian Beltre, great all-around third baseman, great fielder. He had a lot of fun with Elvis Andrus. I mean, if you haven't looked that stuff up and looked at his, um, you know, his antics that he did with him, he just had fun on the base paths, in the dugout, everywhere he went, and he produced. So I'm giving it to Adrian Beltre. It's a great call. He was on my list. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to stay with power hitters because, as we've established, chicks dig the long ball. Uh Rookie of the year 2012, MVP 2014, MVP 2016, MVP 2019. The man, every time first base opens, draws a walk, I swear. A man so feared that he has carried a team for the past decade and not gotten the recognition he deserves. The best player in baseball, Mike Trapp. Thank you. Thank you. I was... yes. I almost sent you a text message and said, I'm not going to say him. You're going to need to say him just because I know you've got angel blood in you. But, you know. I mean, yeah, growing up in Southern California, it's been really awesome just to see this guy play. This fantastic raw power. Like I said, I swear, I remember one game my dad, if you've ever, any of you have ever done beat the streak, my dad picked Mike Trout to get a hit. So Mike Trout, his first at-bat flies out to the warning track. The next four times he comes up, first base is open, and every single time, well, he got walked, the un, the classic unintentional, intentional walk for four pitches, and he got intentionally walked three other times. Yeah. With the runners on base. That first base was open. Yep. Love it. Love it. Okay, Jackson, tell me who I'm talking about. Okay, I'm going to go back to the bump and talk about a saves guy. Uh, let's see here. 2010, four saves is when he came up and he broke in. Five saves, 25 saves, 28 saves, 44 saves, 36 saves, 47 saves, 41 saves, 38 saves, 33 saves, 11 saves, and he's now the Braves' closer. Who am I talking about? Kenley Jansen. That's right. He had a dominant 10 years with the Dodgers. And you got to, I mean, you got to respect, when you look at his ERA, I mean, even his ERA is amazing. You don't touch, he touches three, the latter three years. But otherwise, everything's low twos, ones. He's a pretty dominant, he was pretty dominant uh, closer for a long time there. Kenley Jensen. That's a great call. All right, what number was that? That was number five for both of us. So you're on number, number six. Number six. All right. I think I had my last couple picked out here. I, I still kind of have a short list running here, but it's all right. <laughs> so I'm going to talk about a guy. Uh, he's a World Series legend. Bill, you probably know this guy pretty well. I mean, he didn't win a Cy Young for the, the decade, but he's recognized as one of the best pitchers. Had a 3.14 ERA, won almost 120 games. Uh, kind of a grumpy guy at the mound. Loves to pick fights with everyone. Mad Bum. World Series legend, Madison Bumgarner. I knew you were, 
I knew he was going to come up and I wasn't going to touch him because it was the last couple of years before, you know, the decade ended. I mean, even so they weren't that bad. He posted a 3.26 and a 3.90. If those are, if those are down years for you, you know, sign, sign me up on that. <laughs> exactly. No, he, you know, everybody gives him a tough time about his attitude. I don't mind competitiveness. I don't mind that competitive spirit and attitude. I do mind the fighting, like don't start fights from it, but I don't mind if you want to jaw a little bit. Um, I was joking with, uh, as, uh, the Dimebacks play the Dodgers tonight in LA. And I was joking the next time that mad bum pitches against the Dodgers, hopefully it's in Arizona. So Max Muncy could hit one in the pool. And Max can say, hey, you know, Mad Bum, go get it out of the pool instead of out of the ocean. Hey, that'll work for me. You know that story, Jackson? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Mad, go get it out of the pool. (laughs) But yeah. All right. You ready for number six, Jackson? I am ready. This one is actually going to surprise you that I put this up here. Now, mind you, he recently was released, picked up by another team. Um. But in the 2000 decades, 2010 to 2020, I'm going to read you some of his hits. Uh, let's see here. He got 2,000 hits, then 188, 196, 190, 187, 179, 195, um, 166. And the last couple of seasons, he struggled. Ultimately, the strongest second baseman the Yankees have had in a lot of years um, and that's Robinson Cano, right? He, he had some good seasons in, in Seattle, but he really made his mark in New York. Uh, the Mets just recently released him, and uh, apparently the Padres were willing to pick him up and pay his salary, so I guess he's a Padre right now, but, you know. Yeah, he, I mean. He was good. He was good, but he's got the slowest jog in the history of sports. <laughs> Yeah, that's what makes this that's what makes this uh, countdown is uh, jogging, folks. Top fan rivalry. Next time we're going to talk about the speed of the jog. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'll, I'll bring up a name that that people might not remember. Uh, I believe it was uh, what was his name, Brad Toffee or something like that. The guy that used to sprint out of the bullpen. He and Heath yeah. Bell used to sprint out of the bullpen all the time. Yep. Yep. <laughs> There you go. All right. Who you got for your next pick? I mean, I got to talk about the last guy to win a triple crown. He yep. made an appearance on last decade. I he mean, did. congratulations for getting 3,000 hits this year. It's got to be Miguel Cabrera. And I mean, for the decade, he had 1,595 hits, 268 home runs, hit 317 with a 943 OPS, won back to back MVPs. He won the Triple Crown in 2012 when he had a 44 home runs, 139 RBIs, and batted 330. Yep. It was funny. He was the next guy I was going to say because he doesn't get nearly as much love as people should give him because he's so quiet, right? He just goes about his business and does what he's going to do. And I mean, he's one of those guys that kind of had a sharp decline at the towards the end of the decade. So I think a lot of people forget, you know, not every Hall of Fame player kind of rides off into the sunset. He's he's kind of had to fight to get to 3,000 hits and 500 home runs. But, you know, 
he he's an all-time great first ballot hall of famer definitely that he's definitely that okay my next one jackson might surprise you not because of his offensive numbers i mean his offensive numbers are still good for his position um more so what he does to the game okay um so what do you say if i said a cardinal since 2004 okay not huge offensive numbers but definitely a leader on the field and in the clubhouse first ballot hall of famer guaranteed who am i talking about it's yadier molina absolutely <clears throat> if i had to pit a uh, catcher for the decade, it would I would have a tough choice picking between Yachty and Buster. I don't know who I'd pick because they're both very, very good in their own senses. Yachty's not got the offensive numbers as much as Buster does, but Yachty's got that special oomph with his arm and other things that he does. So that's my number seven. Give me your number eight. My number eight. All right, I'm going to pick a former Pittsburgh Pirate Ooh. as my number eight. Okay. Man, he won an MVP in 2013. Okay. He had 221 home runs for the decade, hit 286, had an 860 OPS, 1,500 hits. And for the decade, he actually played for four teams. He played for Pittsburgh, San Francisco, the Yankees, and the Phillies. I'm talking about Andrew McCutcheon. Andrew McCutcheon. Oh, Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. when he came up, he was a he was a five tool guy, a really exciting player. What made the Pirates of the early 2010s good? Yeah. And you know, I have to put some respect on Andrew McCutcheon's name, even though he's bounced around quite a bit. He's one of those guys that's, you know, been a solid performer no matter where he's went. Agreed. Agreed. And it's funny that you mention him. I was thinking about mentioning him. But, you know, the decline was was real. Right. Um, but as you were mentioning him, I'm going to go with a guy that's also in kind of a decline thing. Um, arguably, I think this guy's going to make the Hall of Fame. Uh, I don't think he'll make it on a first ballot. Uh, he has 2036 hits in his entire career, played his entire career 2007 to present with one team in the National League Central. Um, Hits-wise, 177, 185. He had a, a down year in 2012 with 126, bounced back again uh, with 177, had an injury year in 14, 15. He bounced back with 171, then 181, then 179, then 143, then 137. You know, typical decline with age, um, but that's Joey Votto. Joey Votto has been a staple for the Reds, you know, for the last 14, 15 years. And so I, I honestly think he makes this list. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Joey Votto for signing my baseball at the all-star parade in Anaheim. Shout out Joey. He almost won the triple crown that year. The same year Miguel Cabrera won the triple crown, yep. which is kind of crazy to think that we could have, you know, ended a drought with two triple crowns in one season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's a good call. There you go. Okay, your last pick, and then we're going to go to alternates after my pick. My last pick has to be a guy 
I'm going to sound like a homer, but he played for the Braves the entire decade. Smacked 227 home runs, had 1,451 hits, was a leader, multiple-time All-Star, Gold Glover, all-around good guy. He now plays for the Los Angeles Dodgers, and it has to be Freddie Freeman. Freddie. He's the guy kind of first onto the scene. The Braves made the playoffs for the next couple of years, and then he went through that free build with Atlanta, and then it really kind of paid off for him in 2021 winning a World Series. So I, ha- I have to shout out Freddie Freeman because aside from one year when he had a fractured arm due to a hit-by-pitch, the dude showed up and played over 140 games consistently. He was just an everyday presence in the lineup, a leader, a doubles machine, great all-field hitter. And I think he'll be a Hall of Famer on the pace he's going right now. He's almost to 2,000 hits. He's almost to 300 home runs. So if you know if he keeps it up for another three, four seasons, he can end up with about 400 home runs and about 2,500 hits, which might do it. Might do it. I I love watching him bat in L.A. I used to hate watching him bat when he was a Brave because he had the Dodgers number, but I love watching him bat in L.A. It's it's like watching a little masterpiece every time it happens. It's crazy. Crazy. All right. My last one is going to be on the bump. Okay, and this one might surprise you. When he's healthy, now mind you, he hasn't been healthy all season this season. When he's healthy, he pitches very, very well. Um, Most awkward pitching rotation or pitching movement that I've ever seen. (laughs) Started in Chicago with the White Sox, is now um, with the Red Sox in Boston, um, but picked up 114 wins over the decade with a 3.03 ERA. Uh, and that's Chris Sale. I mean, the guy, when the guy is on, he's on and he's dominant. I mean, that's that's the argument, right? And so what, what we're talking about in these lists is, you know, when they're on, they're on. When they're, you know, who do you think about, you know, during this list, that type of thing. And yeah. Okay. Who you got for your three alternates? All right. Uh, without getting into too much detail, this is a this is a shout out to I believe it was Jolly Olive on YouTube who posted a video about him recently that got me thinking about him. Carlos Gonzalez mm. was really good for the first half of the decade with Colorado. He was a legitimate MVP candidate was. every year. Five tool player, great player. Uh, next guy is the face of the Tampa Bay Rays for a really long time. Evan Longoria. Mm-hmm. Another guy that kind of teetered off near the end of the decade, but he was really good. And then probably as my last pick, this one was really, really hard. But being a Braves fan, there's a guy that I saw come up and be really dominant. It's Craig Kimbrell. Yeah, Craig Kimbrell. With how Kimbrell's pitched in recent years, people forget that he broke into the scene and was quite literally the most dominant closer of all time through his first five or six seasons. Like, he finished top five in the Cy Young twice as a closer in his third and fourth year in the league, which is absolutely crazy. He was getting MVP votes as a closer. Mm-hmm. That's how mm-hmm. dominant he was. And even yeah. despite having just a terrible ERA the last couple of years, still has a career ERA of 2.08. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Craig Kimbrell was, was, was and is fun to watch, that's for sure. A um, couple of mine are, are interesting. Right. Some some people may look and say, oh, gee, I don't know. Um, 
First one, Nolan Arenado, broken in 20, uh, 2013, but he was dominant for that seven-year span, still is dominant, right? Number two, Steven Strasburg, picked up over 110 wins in the decade. Now, granted, he's not as healthy as he used to be, and he probably, you know, we won't see that same dominance that we've seen before. Um, and then Aroldis Chapman. Aroldis Chapman was was dominant when he came up and and he was, you know, and he still is legit for the Yankees as a closer. I mean, he's he plays the game right. He throws 100 mile an hour and watch out. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I. You got to give it to those guys now, guys like Strasburg and and uh, Chapman, they're at the end of their careers. Guys like Arnado, we're going to see them around for five, seven more years. So, yeah, I love it. Okay, Jackson, what did we miss? I think we got a pretty good list there. I mean, so having my list of people that didn't make my cut, uh, this one is not a slight at him. I just think he just didn't pop up in our heads. I think Bryce Harper deserves a mention. Yeah, I think we're going to see a lot more in the 20s. Yeah. Of him. I, I, he, he's still entering his prime. He's he's having a very good season this year. So yes, I a correct. name that was surprised you didn't bring up is Matt Kemp. With how no, good Matt Kemp was. No, no I've decade. never been a Matt Kemp fan. I for some reason, even with all those years with the Dodgers, I that whole I want to block out that whole Loney Kemp Russell Martin era. Because <laughs> that was the era where we could have easily won divisions. And yet these guys were just underproducing. I mean, that's, he didn't even cross my mind. Oh, well, he crossed my mind, but he wasn't going to make the list. You just like him because he wore a Braves jersey one time. No, he, he should have won MVP the year Ryan Braun won MVP. But Ryan Braun's also another name that probably deserves some consideration. And then I think eh. a, name that, a name that we missed the back half of the decade guy that probably just didn't play enough of the decade was Christian Yelich. Yeah. And Christian Yelich will get, get his love when we get start getting into year by year so yeah. all right top fans tell us what we missed as we post this this will get dropped here soon um go on to the decades uh portion of the site topfanrivalry.com at the top you'll see decades that's jackson's corner baby okay every uh broadcast or every uh um, podcast that jackson's done is right there you want to hear some more of these decades listen to them go back to them we love we love listening to them we will do year by year. Plus, we've got some specialty podcasts coming up. I alluded to the Thurman Munson versus Buster Posey discussion. There's a number of them that we have coming up throughout the season, um, as well as a few other things uh, coming up that Jackson and I have up our sleeves. But check out the decades. If you haven't checked them out, check them out. Listen to them. They're good times. So, Jackson, appreciate you tonight for doing this. Um, yeah. it's been a good time. I think we got a lot of good players in there and, uh, yeah, let's I mean, go ahead. now, I, now they can listen to all the decades in a row from exactly. It's right there in Jackson's corner. 2010. <laughs> there you go. All right. Top fans enjoy. Let us know how we did and we'll talk to you soon.